is the fan. Fifteen yard line. Ginn awaits. Cook gets a high spiral. Field by Ginn at the 18. Clock begins. Three seconds left. Two. Ginn to the 40. Time has expired. Ginn is tackled. And the haze in the barn. The Baltimore Ravens are Super Bowl champions. Jerry Sandusky, the right Jerry Sandusky, courtesy of WBAL, WIYY, Ravens Game Day Network. Now, looky here. What a sound for sore ears and a sight for sore eyes to some. A couple of Super Bowl champions start the 11, 9 to noon at KFAN. We have our own Matt Burke, the sound for sore ears, and a fellow Super Bowl 47 champion quarterback Joe Flacco, uh, the Super Bowl... 47. 47 champion. Now you look to me like I messed that thing up. No, was... uh, here's here's only the MVP of that Super Bowl and the victory over the Niners. Uh, it is quarterback Joe Flacco. Matty, your friend Joe, take it away. Joe, how are you? Hey, how you guys doing? How's the family? Hear your voice. <laughs> you too, brother. How's the fam doing? Ah, oh, just great. You know this hybrid learning schedule, and that that's not that's not going insane or anything. Yeah, now, now a lot of people don't know this about Joe. He's he's a he's a prolific pro creator as well. Okay, Joe, you have five kids, right, Joe? Five. Yep. Yeah. Yep. See, so he's five. That was his jersey number. That's how many kids he had. Right. You have thirteen. I mean, he's still. I would imagine virile and young enough to catch you. He he has time. I'm, there's no there's no catching. I'm done. Come on, Joe. <laughs> I've uh, I've retired I've retired from the I don't know I don't know if it's an art I don't know what you want to call it uh, baby making it's <laughs> rarely an art for me behind me <laughs> you know when you um uh, Paul Allen nice to meet you Joe been 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 a fan for many years nice to meet you man you too and, you know, the I call Vikings games on the radio I won't go down the path of 2009 when uh, Berkey's Ravens were in town and Halshka missed it to the left at the wire oh well, man. I can't go down that road because you guys got a ring. And, you know, we had Favre that year, and it was a magical year, man, but we came up short, and you guys didn't come up short. And you you guys just know, I mean, you just played for the Jets. So, I mean, you, you kind of know what that looks like compared to winning a Super Bowl after the 2012. It's exhausting the whole season, the playoffs. The whole thing, Joe's exhausting, right? Well, it's definitely a mental grind. So you have to be able to lock in and, and, and focus on some, some key simple things throughout the course of the year, or, or you'll definitely wear yourself out. So, Joe, I'm going to say this. I know you don't go around saying this because I know the kind of guy you are, but you, if I think, I think I could win a lot of beers at a lot of bars once the bars open up back up here in the People's Republic of Minnesota. They're open. If I said, who had what quarterback had the greatest postseason yeah. in the history of the NFL? They'd say Joe Montana, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Brev. Joe Flacco's not rolling off the tip of the tongue. Right. And yesterday was the eight year to the day. There's the eight year anniversary of when we, we won the Super Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. what like what's that day like for you, Joe? When you look back and you're still you're still you're you're still playing, you're not like an old, you know, broken down retired player like me, but when you look back at that when you take a second and take a breath and look at that run, what does that what does that mean to you? Well, listen, I mean, 
I think I've been through a lot in my career. I had been through probably a good amount up until that point and been through some, you know, after that. And, you know, getting to that Super Bowl and, and winning that, I mean, it's everything. That's what you play for. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been chasing that, you know, and, and haven't gotten there. But um, that when it, when it comes to our sport, it, it, it's, it's the pinnacle. And that's what you that's what you – you know, lace them up every training camp, every off season you work out for, you have that game in mind. Uh, when I think back at that, there's certain things that I probably, if I really thought hard, I'd remember, but there's certain parts of it that are just kind of a blur and kind of just blend together. Um, just because it was, you know, it was, I think it was emotional overload and everybody <laughs> yeah. kind of was on, you know, everybody was on such a high entering that game. And then it kind of just, you know, it, it, it takes its own mind from it takes its own kind of life form from there. But I, mean, I think when you look at this year's Super Bowl, that's kind of the incredible thing. Is like, I mean, I guess I guess LeBron is comparable. But like when you look at Brady and you got, you know, I, I know Paul, you talked about how much of a mental load you know a season can be. When you look at how many times he's been in this game, it's just, I mean, it's mind blowing. I sit there, I'm sitting there on my couch watching these games and. You know, I, I honestly still hate watching the playoffs because I'm still an active player and I want to be I want to be in them myself. So, I, if I'm if I'm being completely honest, you know, I'm partially jealous that everybody gets to play in these games. Yeah. But yeah. when I when I when I watch Brady, I tend to root for him. First of all, because he's already done it so many times. What's the big deal if he keeps doing it? But he keeps doing it, and it's just incredible. Every year, no matter what the situation, he is here, and it's just unreal. Well, Joe, permit me to embarrass you a little bit then. I was going to save this for the next segment with your center. Uh, Joe Flacco, Super Bowl 47 MVP, 9 to noon, thanks to uh, the Burke bit. 10-5 and five overall in the playoffs, 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, the Super Bowl winning year, 11 TDs, 0 picks. I mean, my God, that that's absolutely fantastic. Something professionally you should be proud of the rest of your life. And it wasn't like we were the greatest show on turf. You know, I mean, we had great players, but it wasn't like we had Tyreek yeah. Hill and Travis Kelsey well, or anybody like I mean, it was... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as as many have said over the years, your offense had to overcome center play. I mean, the, the guy came out from... He was, he, the quarterback's from Delaware, so we start with that. And, and then the center's from Harvard in his 15th year. He's about ready to break down, so just to... That's over, true. That's, that was true. Just to overcome that, man, it uh, was Hey, Joe, I've always wanted to ask you this. Uh, the AFC title game at Mile High Stadium, uh, the, the, the divisional game. Divisional round. Uh, divisional round at Mile divisional, yep, yep, at Mile High. Uh, the 70-yard winner to Jacoby Jones. That tied it. When, when, when you guys... When you guys look back at <laughs> keep, that, keep correcting on that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I know. I've, I'm three interceptions. They've all gone to the inter, uh, end zone. I'm just trying to verbally get out of this. <laughs> Any idea what the Broncos' safety was doing in pursuit in pursuit of Jones? Like when when you watch it back, what was my man doing there? Well, it's tough. I mean, listen, guys get caught in that position all the time. I mean, uh, it, it's just not usually in that point in the game it, it's something that everybody's aware of so you, you you stay deeper than anybody than everybody i don't know if he kind of lost track of what was going on i mean i got sacked to play before that and we kind of got to the line pretty quickly and just ran a play um so you know sometimes i i guess you can lose track of you know you know what's kind of going on i mean look at the look at the end of the half a, a couple of weeks ago where yeah. brady hit a guy you know down the sideline when there was basically no time left like they were going touchdown or nothing they were going to miss out on the field goal there if they just you know if they just make that pass incomplete and you know so it happens all the time i mean i had to step up in the pocket and i noticed that the safety really wasn't getting a lot of depth 
Um, you know, and the funny thing is, is if you actually go back and watch the coaches tape of that, Jacoby kind of stopped running, like, because he was kind of sitting in like a typical cover two hole on the sideline. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he thought that I was going to get sacked or what, you know, or if he was just sitting in that hole. Um, so I, I actually felt like I could have, I held him up a little bit and I, and it was partially because when I went to throw it, I, I didn't, I didn't see him running full speed. He was kind of settling and I didn't want to overthrow him. So the way it turns out is it, it was probably a lot closer play than it could have been. It, he probably could have been 15 yards past him and it would have been an easy touchdown, but, hmm. uh, I think it made it a little bit more interesting that we all had to kind of hold our breath for a couple of seconds while it went over his fingertips, but you never know. I mean, like I said, football games, you, you know, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of, you know, really, really fast action, and you have to be on top of it mentally all the time, and sometimes that's just not the case. It doesn't happen that way. Joe Flacco, Super Bowl forty seven MVP, Super Bowl stories with the Burke bit, Matthew? Yeah, I think you, as a player, you know, you're on good teams and bad teams. You're on teams where you, you know, you have a lot of guys that you like, and sometimes you're on teams where you got, you know, kind of a disproportionate amount of, you know, I don't know, what's what's the right word? Jerks. Knuckle, Let's call knuckleheads, them knuckleheads, I guess. There you yeah, go. I don't know, yeah. I'm going to tell you one Joe Flacco story, and that's what this team had. You know, mm-hmm. say, what's the what, with all these good teams, only how the Ravens win it. This is this is why I love Joe, not because he got hot as a pistol in the playoffs in 2012. I think this was like my second year in Baltimore, so Joe, it was your third year in the league. And we're in training camp, and Harbs, Harbs, Harbs like to get, get, get in everybody's face a little bit once in a while. You know, sometimes he'd, he'd go Jim Harbaugh on the bit. You know, it'd just be like, he was abrasive. And we're in training camp, I don't know, it's like day six of training camp. Everybody hates life. This, you know, Ravens defense, our practices for the O-line, it was it was like hell on earth every day going against that defense. And Harbaugh's going at Joe, and he's like, Joe, you got to get rid of the ball. He goes, you're holding on to the ball too long. Get rid of the ball. And there might have been a few expletives in there, too. And Joe looks at him, and he goes, I can hold on to the ball all day with these guys in front of me. And for, for I'm, But I'm serious. And he was, he was, it wasn't a funny thing. It was like Harbs was pissed, and Joe's like, I can hold on the ball as long as I want. I got these guys blocking for me. Yeah. I mean, like to, for Joe to step up in the in front of the head coach, in front of the whole team, and that's say big. that, yeah. that's that's when that's when there's no lineman. You're like, yeah. holy crap! Like we got it. This guy's a dude. You know, this guy's a dude. And Joe, nobody was under. We know what young quarter. I we don't say. I shouldn't say I know, but young quarterbacks are under the microscope so much. And Joe had a you know really good rookie year, and then it was always like, you know, I mean, Joe. Gosh, I don't know how you do it, Joe. Being analyzed so much after every single game and blah blah blah, and it was. It was this progression, and Joe was just kind of unaffected by all of it. He's like, "I play ball; these are my guys. Let's go." And I think that's you know that that speaks to Joe's you know his character and his leadership qualities. I think that was I mean that was a big reason of how we were able to. I don't think we had the most talented team in 2012. I really don't. I, I think the Broncos were more talented. I think the Patriots were more talented. I think the Niners were more talented. But somehow we had that we had that intangible, and we found a we found a way to win. No question there. That was just more of a statement. Yeah, what do you think of that, Joe, before we say goodbye? Well, I think that was a huge part of our team, you know, the whole time I was in Baltimore, and, and for sure the first five, six, seven years, was that we were always looked at as kind of an underdog. And we probably weren't quite as talented as, you know, the top couple teams in the league. But we weren't afraid of anybody, and we had a really close That's locker true. room. And, you know, John did a really good job of getting us ready and – you know, there's just a lot of different things that went into it. And we were, you know, we were able to carry through, you know, that, that mentality that kind of, that, that the early 2000s defense kind of brought to the organization. And, you know, we went into any situation and felt like we could win the game. It, you know, it didn't matter that 
you know, we didn't look at what the talent, what level was and all that. We looked at it as a football game and a 60 minute one at that, that we were going to give a, give a team a hard fight and, and see what happens at the end of the day. So I think we had that kind of mentality. We also kind of thrived in being the underdog. Uh, you know, we took pride in the fact that, you know, we were going to be able to go in there and upset somebody and, uh, and do all that. And we, you know, we got knocked around in the media probably a good amount just because we're not a very big market down there. And, um, you know, like I said, uh, you know, I, I think it also helps when you have, you know, Ray Lewis, uh, you know, leading your defense and really, you know, in probably in whatever, whatever year he was at the time. But, you know, I got him probably from his 13th year to his 18th year or something like that, 12th year to his 17th year. So that was obviously pretty special to be able to play with a guy like that, that just was a really good leader of men. I'm going to give you Joe Flacco's best stat, mm-hmm. and it's a team stat, but the quarterback gets you know gets the credit and gets the blame. Joe Flacco in the playoffs against Tom Brady, two and two. Jeez, all four games. Yeah, we're at Foxborough. Yeah, one game, the AFC Championship game in 2011. Yep, Lee Evans had it just for that split second. Front right of the end zone. Out. Yeah, yep. so should have been yep. three and one. And then yep. the other time, the game that I wasn't there for. The Patriots cheated to beat him with that goofy with, with the goofy formation that you know nobody uh, knows right, the back rules. In, well, so that one was probably the most painful. Oh uh, man, because because well, but both of those losses were actually pretty painful. The 2011 one was probably the most painful loss of my career. I mean, oh. I think I think most people on our team would say that that was the best team that we had there. Yeah, you know, in a long time was that 2011 team and our 2012 team kind of carried that forward, and we were kind of a, a very similar team, but. Um, we lost some games down the stretch and probably weren't quite as good. But both both 11 and 12, we had really good teams. But I think people would probably tell you that our 11 team was better. And we were, you know, we were seconds away from 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 being in the Super Bowl and then at least tying the game and and giving us our, giving ourselves more of a chance. So uh, I think that I think that's that's another thing that adds to the 2012 team and what was so impressive about it is when you get that close, it's not that easy to to pick yourself up and, and get right back into the fight. Mm-hmm. And we did that. We, you know, we had to do that, sustain that through another 16-game season and a few more playoff games to get back to that situation again. And then in 2014, we had two 14-point leads against them up there and just couldn't <laughs> hold on. You know, we probably weren't quite as good of a team that year as we were wow. a few years before that. Yeah. And, you know, and 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 – and yeah, they used they they, used, they had a couple tricks up their sleeve for sure. <laughs> I'm not I'm not really bitter about how they did it. it it's just part of it's part of what happened, and mm. uh, you know it, it's it's one of those things that you look back on. And you know, listen, that's the last time I've been in the playoffs was that 2014 uh, game up there against New England. So I'm still itching to get back. <laughs> Joe, last one here, man. Um, how, how about this? I mean, you know this, of course. You're an elite Delaware Blue Hens mind. I mean, I Rich Gannon, longtime friend of mine, on the radio show a couple of days ago, Delaware got to the Super Bowl, lost to the Bucks. We got Joe Flacco Super Bowl and Matt Nagy. Are you kidding me? 8,214 right. passing yards, a Delaware Blue Hens record. He goes 12-2. and two. Matt Nagy, the, the, I mean, with all due respect, Joe and Rich, the greatest quarterback in the history of Delaware Blue Hens football. Maybe Nagy needs to play quarterback for the Bears. Well, you might want to call the coordinator from there <laughs> well, and do does, some of those plays. He, <laughs> Matt does have a lot of records there. I mean, I know I remember, I remember, looking, at, I remember looking at his name before I – you know, before I started playing there and saying, "Wow, I don't know if I can catch any. I don't know if I can catch any of these things. Maybe I got maybe I got a couple of the single season ones, but all the career ones he yeah. has to hold. You know, he had an unbelievable career there, and that was. And I think he was still running the wing tee back then. So I mean, even 
Even more, even no. more impressive. Hey, we're we're in the NFC North. He still runs it, okay? <laughs> with with uh, Trubisky. Hey, uh, Joe, quickly, you going to play next year? What uh, what are your plans? Uh, no doubt, no doubt about it. Love I mean, it. as long as as long as somebody's giving me a shot, which they they better damn well give me a shot. So, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm playing. Uh, I feel healthy. Good. Uh, you know, last year was a little bit was definitely a little bit more of a question mark than this year is. You know, I had surgery last year and was just hoping to get back out to, at some capacity, but. But I'm hungry and I'm I'm ready to go, man. Joe, mm. Joe, sign with the Vikings. I'll sell you my house again, which I did in Baltimore. <laughs> you made out better on the deal when I sold it to you in Baltimore. I got to get rev- I, I, I got to make up for it here. I'll just rent it from you. I'll rent it from you. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! Hey, hey, you know, with uh, with the Jets, you know, you you it was a Monday night game against the Patriots, right? You lost right at the wire. Right. You had like three TDs in that game, man. That right. um, yeah. Right. At this stage of your career, you know, I'm not saying you're at the end or whatever, but I mean, that was fun to watch you that night, man. You fired a bullet. Yeah, it was fun to be out there. I was glad to get the opportunity. Wish we would have won the game, but yeah. uh, like I said, I was glad to go out there and and and, and sling it a lot, sling it around a little bit again. Hey, Joe man, can still sling it. He you can still um, sling it. Uh, you truly are Joe Cool, uh, living up to that nickname. It's my pleasure having you on the radio show. Thank you, Matthew. And uh, you're one of the great postseason players in the history of the NFL. I appreciate uh, what you've done for the radio show, and have a wonderful day. Okay. Yep, I appreciate it. Thanks, Matt, for dragging me on here. You're so, welcome. Anytime, Joe. Uh, Thanks, buddy. That's Sorry. Not usually an easy task. So, all right. <laughs> see you, guys. See you, bud. Uh, Joe Flacco, Super Bowl 47 MVP. Uh, let's chat some squares. Got a surprise for Matt Burke around the corner and uh, get some handicapping done with uh, Super Bowl 55. Thank you, Joe Flacco, Super Bowl 47 MVP. Thank you, Nordo, for the cash thing. Yeah, the fan wants to give you a shot to put a grand in your hand every single hour. A new keyword, and this hour's keyword is easy. It's easy to potentially win $1,000. You text the word EASY to 200-200. Text the word EASY to 200-200. Text message and data rates apply. 9 to